Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Josh Brown. Hello. And joined by Jules Gale. Hi, guys. And it's 2019 as the new consoles Ooh. and stuff is on the horizon and we keep talking about them. So, Josh Brown came to us this morning and said, look, lads, I can prove that the PS5 is arriving in 2019. And, and in between the fits of hysterical laughter at not only his general outward appearance, but also his lofty, lofty sort of claims, mm -hmm. we sat down and thought, right, go on then. You, you yeah. mop head. As a bit of a, a, bit of a callback to when, uh, when Josh first got hired and we did the Last of Us Theories yeah. video. Yeah, and uh, all where, of those came true. Well, yeah, they probably, <laughs> all, every single one of them all came true. Uh, and me and Jules challenged him back then. So as a callback to that, J uh, Josh reckons he can prove some some fantastical things. What did your opening gambit to prove to us? Well, well it's, it's, it's not an opening gambit because, you go know, on. things aren't done in absolute. So I've got a lot of points that build onto one another and make a compelling overall theory. Your okay. castle is already yeah, this isn't to good. into the swamp but it's descend from the sand in mid. Oh, well, it's only really a castle if you look at it from right. a certain direction. Cast your minds back to March 2018. That's when we first heard the reports that the dev kits, PS5 dev kits, were being sent out to developers. And there was yep. a lot of back and forth on this. Did people really have them? People were being really secretive. And then Jason Schreier of Kotaku sort of corroborated those reports and he said the developers he talked to had pointed towards a 2020 release window mm. for um, the PS5 in general. Which makes sense for the life cycle of a sort of thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That would be seven, seven years, years after mm -hmm. the PS4 came out. And that's what everyone else seems to have corroborated. Either that 2019 is unlikely, but 2020 is probably the sweet spot. Okay. However, things have ramped up considerably since then because okay. every single new game that's just hyperbole. That's not every single game. Every game. single game. A lot of game. new games like Starfield, Elder Scrolls 6. Mm -hmm. um, today we had Call of Duty 2019, which yeah. we did report on last year. Um, the recent uh, job listing for Infinity Ward's next game is for a next-gen It's for a next-gen system, yeah. Which we heard about last year and has been sort of reiterated now. And obviously, Infinity Ward are next up on the Call of Duty cycle for a game mm -hmm. releasing this fall. And if they're looking for next-gen um, programmers yes. to work on said game, we need consoles before then. It's true. This I'm going to throw a spanner, a spanner in Come your works because what if this is another Call of Duty Ghost scenario? And yes, they're, they're hiring for the game that's going to be this year, but it's going to be a cross-platform release and they just want someone to be prepared for what's coming. Well, here's the thing. If it is a cross-platform release, it still needs to be very close to the original's launch. You can't mm -hmm do Ghosts next um, November. Like, they will yeah, have another Call of Duty game out by then, and they wouldn't want to cannibalize those sales by doing a next-gen version of the last one we got. So, to me, this uh, this might not necessarily indicate that it's definitely coming out in 2019, but then a sort of March release date or an April release date or a May release date for no. a console seems a bit weird. Now, mm. are we saying that this is just Sony 
doing this? Or are we suggesting that this is going to be the other big boys as well? Well, he might have another point of view for this. Because the interesting thing is, is that like, I'm, and I'm not trying to start like the sort of console war thing, but statistically speaking, you've got to say that the PS4 has the stronger footing in this current generation. That's not even a contentious point. I'm just just playing it safe. No, no, it's it's fine. It's It's demonstrably winning. Little squigs out there. But the thing is, (laughs) is that like, Microsoft would have to, would, if they went first this time round, would have the better option of just being like, right, okay, we're putting the new tech out right now. The question is, why would they hold off at all, if you know what I mean? If they feel yeah. like, uh, like there, there must be life left in the consoles, otherwise they would be the ones that start the sort of rumor machine forcing yeah. Sony to start putting out press images and stuff like that. If, if, if I was working for Microsoft and you guys were working for Sony, and I was thinking, okay, well, how do I capture that? <laughs> I, I, would just, I would just start saying, like, I've got a new console. Where's your guys' console? Well, and, you, and you guys would be like, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Funny you should ask, because they've kind of done it. They okay. haven't officially announced what the next Xbox will be, but they've sort of said that they're working on mm. uh, new hardware to come out, and you would presume but, uh, but you would X, have a bit more firmer thing, I'm saying, if it was to come out this year. I don't know yes. why, but it just doesn't seem Well, right. I mean, it, it feels like the Pro and the Xbox One X have barely been out in the wild enough. And yeah. like, if you look at this, the actual console sales, like they haven't slowed down whatsoever. Like I think the Boxing Day sales were actually the highest mm-hmm. that they've been so far this yeah. generation, um, which is weird, because then it feels like they're cannibalizing their own sales. Um, unless they position the PS5 the same way the Pro was, where it's an optional upgrade, but that's weird considering it's a numerical You've also got to look at the sort of like, uh, the first party um, stuff that they've got uh, Prius-ables? Is that, is that the word I'm looking for? Where, where, where it's, it's the um, uh, like the VR mm-hmm. like the like <laughs> PS VR took off had a slump but a lot of people are starting to get into it now and more companies still are releasing titles that are doing that why would they sort of be cutting the legs out from mm-hmm. underneath that right now when they keep... I don't know, all the bundles that I'm seeing at the moment are pushing the PR aspect yeah. for, like, the PS4, for example. Plus, like, so. and the um, the Pro runs VR better than the standard one, so yeah, it's like you're encouraged to get a PS4 yeah, like, Pro. Yeah, it feels like it's only just finding its yeah. footing in the market as it is, so why would they suddenly be going, right, next gen, you're going to have to buy another one, that sets the whole thing back again. I wonder whether it's... I mean, it has... I mean, the end of 2013 is when they came out. I wonder if it's just because we're old men, yeah. and then... And not Josh isn't, he's I mean, he's I don't I don't want to bloody spend another. Well, that's what five, I was going to say. Yeah. Quid. Maybe, it, maybe it's just the reservations on that. I, I have a Warhammer a habit uh, already that is crippling. <laughs> and my a magic brain. habit. And a magic habit. And, and Dynasty the, Warriors. And yeah. the hair regrowth <laughs> or snake oils that just don't bloody work. Ewan's payments and everything. Every, everywhere but my head. <laughs> but it's, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, 2013, end of 2013 is when they first came out. And it's, it feels like it doesn't feel like that long ago. And oh, I wonder no. if that's just a conflated time period based on the age that we're at or mm. something. That it doesn't feel like the a next console is necessary plus the sales figures and the reality of the business as it is yeah. right now um, but you likely have more evidence well, just, just yeah. keep on this for a second it's fascinating mm. what you said there Jules about Sony doesn't need a new console and they don't they've just hit a rep- reportedly 90 million units sold and wow. their console sales were up um, in 2018 on 2017 so they're doing well <laughs> thanks in no small part to like the exclusive the, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing really well and the report that we um, I think covered um, early last year mm. said that Sony won't necessarily wanting to push out a PlayStation 4 so quick because they yeah. are just enjoying the fruits. Microsoft, however, like we've said, they're doing, they've done well, but mm. they've lost this generation quite yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to frame it within the war. And, and they, I do. You get to get out ahead. And the report that we um, covered said that Sony would jump first if there was a sort of 
a head start by Microsoft. If they, if they yeah. were to do something prematurely or whatever, that would force Sony's hand. So we could sort of see a changing plans for them. They might not want to jump this early, but they might simply have to in order to not yeah. lag behind like they did with the PS3. I mean, it makes Maybe. it makes no sense from a technical standpoint. If if you are ahead, you don't. Tr- There's no necessity for it. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that, but it's. A lot of people would say, like, well, it's always better to keep innovating and keep moving forward, which I'm sure that there are some arms of the Sony uh, departments that are working on the new stuff mm. and are preparing for the future. But it's just when your company's doing well, it like sale, demand, basic it's strange, economics like, suggest you don't try as hard. Yeah, you know, like, it's strange because if you think look of, like, like, like at Apple. Like, yes. <laughs> they've been an actual Apple. Like, yeah, they haven't innovated on the Apple in a long time. But the um, in terms of, like, the, the unit cost, like a console's unit cost is obviously exponentially, oh, well, a hell of a lot higher than a single game cost. So on the business acumen side of it, it, it benefits them to release new new hardware, um, hence the half-step system mm. or whatever. And so they're going to make an absolute shed load of cash based on the PS5 um, whenever it comes out. So there, there's always that, like, not money grubby, but the, the money side of it, where, like, at some point, uh, you know, console sales, the, the, the PS5 is potentially going to do better for them than, than continue PS4 sales mm. because the PS4's uh, unit cost at the minute or the sales cost isn't anywhere near as high as a premium new system could be. Going back to what you were saying about Sony doesn't need to do it, do we need a new console? I know this sounds like really, really <laughs> silly because in, a, in an ideal world we'd all want to have the best sort of thing. You look at like PC gaming and you think every time a new uh, upgrade gets made to PC gaming you think that should also be mm. uh, equal in the console things and we are way behind where PC gaming is. But at the same time, surely we're just going to get to a state where everyone's everything's going to be running at 60 frames, 120 frames per second, 4K resolution, and we're just going to sit there and go like... I, I, I don't want these leaves to look any better. I don't, I don't, well, that was, I don't care. That was the crux of my whole is the industry heading for a crash argument mm. because I was like, are we heading for this glass ceiling where like graphic yeah, graphics capabilities aren't as, as sellable as they used to be, which is a different like point in regards to the stuff that Josh is getting at. But yeah, that's that's one of the questions. It's like you look at The Last of Us 2, you look at like, I can't even think of anything else that's like graphically gorgeous for the rest of this. Yeah, Death Stranding. favourite game, Atlas, whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's going to do, yeah, that's definitely my favourite game. I'm looking forward to that. Tanking. <laughs> But um, yeah, looking at all the stuff that's coming out next uh, this year now, like everything looks phenomenal. I don't need a better looking Last of Us Two. I don't even know what the hell that would even look like. Yeah, right. so um, there is always that question. Yeah, but, it's, it's a hard yeah. question. It's like it's a philosophical question in a way. Yeah. It's like why do we need any more of anything? And <laughs> yeah. I guess the answer is just because we can. And I suppose it's yeah. always kind of been at that. Like the reason to get new consoles is just to try and improve like the tech that we currently have. Like we could just enjoy the games that we have now. Mm. Nothing mechanically really has changed all that much between the last generation and this, in my opinion. Things have been refined, but we haven't seen yeah. the birth of really... Uh, we've had like we've new, VR. New, 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 yeah, VR. We've had like some new genres in a way with sort of online shared world shooters and a sort of more microtransaction-heavy um, mm-hmm. open-world uh, style, but we haven't fundamentally had those new genres like we got no. in the last generation. So you could yeah. say, do we really need a new generation? But then it's it's sort of like you're in a weird place because I guess not but then mm. why why wouldn't we you know I mean we, this, we need to get back to your your ever dance but yeah. one of the things that I'm curious about is like you look at the Xbox Xbox One X and their whole sales pitch was like hey it's you know it's the most expensive or the most powerful console on the planet mm-hmm. and it plays all Xbox as it plays Xbox as a legacy it plays all the original Xbox games Xbox 360 games and Xbox One games and it all it reses them to 4k and it's like I think the PS5 won't be a demonstrable as demonstrable as step up as the two was to three so you think it'd be a or 4. whatever 5. no I don't think it'd be a I think it'll call it the PS5 but I think yeah. its whole selling point will be that it's a legacy system that it 
just yeah. does everything. Yeah. And that'll be the way that they sell it and go like PlayStation as a brand, that's yeah. what you're buying into. Yeah. And it just it does what the PS4 Pro doesn't do, which is render everything in native 4K. Yep. The Pro is like this weird little half-baked half-step thing. And I think the 5 would be the execution of that idea. Well, that's like the fascinating thing to me. Between the Xbox 360 and the PS4 and the Xbox One, we had like the longest generation that, at least off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure it was the longest generation between... Yeah, because it was the whole crash thing was in the middle of it. Yeah, it was like, what, eight years going on for nine? Yeah. It was like a long console cycle anyway, where console cycles before then were five, six, maybe seven years. So that sort of skewed expectations in a way. Mm. And then instead of kind of doubling down on that as the norm in this... Um, consoles like we've seen these half-step consoles which have made things even more confusing mm, especially it. if that sort of gap between main releases isn't going to be as long as it was before so now we are in this weird position where <laughs> no one really knows or has any expectations of what a generation even is anymore yeah. is it going to be this major step up from mm. the 4 to the 5 or is it going to be like you said a console like legacy PlayStation legacy console I kind of think they're moving into because you, if you think of the gaming industry more like the tech industry like you think of like I, Apple have a new iPhone like every year yeah. but the vast majority of the apps on those phones always work phone to phone to phone mm. it's very rare that you get a new iPhone in fact I can't even think of any examples where an older game doesn't work anymore so it's like I, now I guess there was ones with the um, that required maybe the use of the front camera yeah. or something like something, that yeah, like, something like really the, specific like AR sort of yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Like function maybe. something really specific it's very rare that that yeah, thing yeah, can yeah. happen so like I think if you're if Sony or well, the games industry overall is pivoting into a tech mentality then you just get well they would have to keep going with the half steps but assumedly you'd get a step up concept that's hey, it's the new P- new PlayStation, but it actually only really like is a quality of life improvement on what you already had, and so like that will be their way to maximize the unit cost and the business side of things. Yeah. And then depending on how people's mentalities shift to accepting that kind of thing, which they didn't when the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X were announced, although they've been accepted now ish, um, that's the most fascinating thing because they need to pivot for the sake of how how far they can't go yeah. in terms of the new system. So we've discussed basically none of us want a new console now, <laughs> which, is great, which is great. Uh, so now. Now tell us that they're coming out this year. Yeah, prove it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying, guys. I'm Do really it. trying. Well, it's, it's what are you talking about there? It becoming a legacy console. Yeah. That yeah. sort of fits in with reports that we've had for the past year over and over again that backwards compatibility will be baked in to the PS5, mm-hmm. allegedly. Okay. And that sort of hits in with the fact that in May 2018, it was confirmed that uh, the PS4 is in its final stages of its life. That was the kind thing of, where Sony said that they think the next generation of hardware is necessary. Yeah, that came a few months mm, after where the right. Sony CEO mm. did say that it's absolutely necessary to have next-gen hardware. Right. Which makes, I don't know, like they've and got to And his investors be, were probably like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, very, we very true. Sure. Absolutely do. But this sort of links in with Sony completely missing E3 um, mm. this year. And bear in mind, they didn't have a PlayStation experience last year either, so the last time we saw them do a big sort of conference was at E3 2018. And if they're going to miss E3 2019, we could conceivably not have a big sort of showcase from them for over a year. I'll give you another one as well. Uh, I, just did, I just did a video on uh, confirmed PS5 games that we know are in development. Mm. One of them is Gran Turismo. Uh, one of the other ones is, because um, you can actually watch footage of Gran Turismo being played in like 8K yeah. or whatever it is. Um, but to talk about like developers mentioning stuff, like you said, Infinity War or whoever it was before the Call of Duty devs, mm. um, having like announcements for next-gen job listings. Um, on with Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Martin Iwinski from CD Projekt Red was asked, what's the crack with Cyberpunk? Is that going to be on PS5? And he said he couldn't say, um, 
but Cyberpunk 2077 would support future hardware or would support future yeah. generations okay. of hardware. Okay. And it's like, okay, even for that sentence, obviously he can't say anything, he's trying to dodge NDAs, but he literally can't even frame a response to that without it, without saying something that ties into the fact that they're accounting for PS5 during mm-hmm. the development stage. Now, excuse my ignorance on this. Is this just because all games are developed using a form of sort of PC architecture, so they're not actually um, built from the ground up to work on consoles, they're literally adapted from source material to work inside situational hardware. Actually, is that, well, is that how it, it works? Like no, when you, well, when you make a game, you don't, you don't literally because the Xbox that develop or the PS5 development kits that they're sending out at, at a base core are just going to be. PCs, yeah, a lot of them are, yeah. The vast, know, but that's what I was going to say. It's just the casing that changes them into. Uh, <laughs> to some degree, I, I did a very tiny stint at uh, Utechnics, which are the guys mm. that made 007 Racing and Street Racing Syndicate and stuff. I'm so and, like, sorry. I know. Well, they, they, at the time, 007 Racing they, that was I'm out so at the time. Sorry, but, um, they were making Street Racing Syndicate at the time, SRS, and uh, and so yeah, you see like the yeah. dev kits all around the place and stuff. But yeah, I guess the actual guts of it probably are PC architecture. Mm. But the, in terms of how the platforms handle themselves, they you know it's PS, it's a PS4 dev kit. The only reason whatever dev kit that was just because it was like you were saying about how uh, Cyberpunk he said that he's making it f- with future hardware mm. in mind which doesn't necessarily confirm that he's using future hardware to do it he's just making a game and then on PC it into whatever it needs to True. be yeah you know a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, what culture gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com 
forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm not like the authority on this topic, but I know when, I know I've read some developers say that when they create games, they render like sort of textures and stuff the highest possible like sort mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. fidelity than, than when it gets to putting them into like the console. Worry about it, 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 they put yeah. it down it's, it's, it's the, the famous it. like watchdogs thing with the uh, graphical vertical slice being made using a, a thing that wasn't mm -hmm, the current yes. thing and then it couldn't actually handle this. Sort of yeah. thing. But I'm just saying like, you know, going forward, I guess that isn't concrete evidence. No, no, it was, it was, it was more just a hint. The developing process. Speaking of watchdogs, though, that's quite interesting. Okay. The comparison between um, Cyberpunk because we've had we've got these games that are announced are announced now and mm -hmm. are real, like Cyberpunk and Elder Scrolls and um, Starfield and mm -hmm. games like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas we've got job listings for the new Rockstar game today. The mm -hmm. Rockstar are apparently hi hiring for uh, next gen um, experiences. Ooh, They're okay. looking to up their facial tech and like their mocap stuff. Okay. So oh, we've got these games that are in development. Take the LA Noir facial tech. Please. I was. I would need a wet wipe. Your favorite. Your favorite game. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, definitely mine. Yeah. So we've got like these games that are currently trying to be trying to be in development that are going to be in development yeah, yeah, that yeah. people are hiring for in these games that we know about. Are we in the sort of like Watch Dogs, Star Wars thirteen? Was it 13? 13, 13, 13 was the one from yesterday. Where they yeah. were I'd just forgotten about. <laughs> sorry, about sorry, but they were announced before we knew about next gen systems. True, true, and true. they were secretly next well, gen projects. And also, and, and speaking of that, like Death Stranding, like if you say that because everyone kind of thinks that it's going to be coming in twenty nineteen mm. because only by the assumption of we saw it a few years back therefore it must be I don't think that's the case no. um, but I'd be amazed maybe it is I don't know I mean like Kojima's, uh, Kojima Productions with the Decimer engine they, yeah. and they know what they're building or whatever but I don't think so Kojima does I don't think that they ever they got, know like, what they're doing any given day he's just like I need like a rifle that transforms and then one day they go right, right rifle yeah, that transforms yes, and then it's got we're going to use this in the game uh, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe in a cutscene but that's what I was going to say was the 2019 thing yeah. came from Kojima saying have a good 2019 look forward to Death Stranding and everyone went oh my god that means it's coming in 2019 mm. but if it's delayed to 2020 uh, that means that it would be like a launch game for the PS5 or something closer mm, to the which, approximate which window of that shift a lot of units uh, it's, it's yeah it seemed, that seems nuts to have that as a launch game though when that would therefore assume that um, the Kojima Productions have been working on PS5 technology from the very beginning and yes. this project was always a PS5 game and so which, then that kind of clashes which supports your half step yes. uh, program mm -hmm. thing because then it's like you know it's just a continuation it's an evolution yeah. rather than a redefining of what because unless Unless the PS5's, oh yeah, unless like the 2020, unless the new Xbox and the new PS5's like launch windows are fundamentally different, or uh, the expectations are different, or whatever. Mm. Sorry, the execution is different compared to what we've had in the past. Launch games are always the worst parts of those consoles, and hardly. Well, they are. Launch games are oh, by knack. Well, oh, yes, of right. course, and I mean, God damn it, James, you're right again. Jack and Daxter on that PS2. Wasn't, that was not a launch game. Was it not a launch nope, game? Can not at all. No, nope. if you want to talk about Ridge Racer or Fantavision, which I do love, actually, I completely take it all back. Fantavision <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> Point being, though, that uh, at the start of again, any console's life cycle, it's it's developers getting used to hardware, and they only get better from then. Hence, why you've seen God of War, Red Dead, and everything else yeah. this year, yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, so, if Death Stranding was going to be a launch game, then that would completely change the dynamic or the the paradigm or whatever yeah. of launch games. That's yeah. Which is why I don't see it happening. But this is this is the problem. This is why I go back to E3. So Sony aren't doing E3, and that no. is maybe only because their big exclusives yet to come are, uh, like you said, Death Stranding, Days Gone, which we know is coming out in <laughs> April. Days Gone, uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and The Last of Us Two. So that's mm -hmm. four big exclusives left. I'm not missing any there. No, I also feel really yeah. bad about laughing there. I just forgot about Days Gone, and that's then I just I yeah, know. I d yeah. It's one of those things where I don't think it's going to be a Sorry. bad game. I think that it might be a forgettable game, but uh, that's another. Yeah. That's another. I don't want ever to come across like I'm rooting for it to fail. I genuinely hope it does really well. I wish I could think of the name of the dude that I watched do the 100 questions thing, but he was a very nice man. 
Obviously, anyway, it's a very nice game. But yes, yes, all these games, they're the, they're theoretically potentially the last of the PS4 exclusives because mm. Sony haven't announced any more, and we know Days Gone is definitely coming out in the first half of this year. Death Stranding could go either way, but the mm. last we heard, Norman Reedus, uh, who stars in the game, said it was going to be out this year. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us <laughs> 2 is more or less nailed on for this year. Ghost yes. of Tsushima, I have no idea about, to be honest. That could slip, but it could also be uh, a 2019 mm-hmm. game. If we do hit all of these, that sort of makes sense as why, as to why Sony don't need an E3. Because we've already seen these games yeah, yeah. multiple times yeah, before, true. except really Ghost of Tsushima. So they don't need a huge sort of conference to sell you on them. They could just market them as they would any other game. And I mean, if they are going to come back with a bang, they come might back as well with do a bang. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you get these games yeah. out of the way. You don't overshadow them with any PS5 news mm. or anything like that. Right, they release... You come back with their own conference, and then you have your launch lineup. For I'm PlayStation actually very swayed. Well, I was going to say that because yeah. I'm just thinking if I was a game developer or if I was a first-party developer, and you want to maximize sales, the last thing you want to do is go, "Hey guys, look at this amazing game!" But also, here's an amazing new console which you can't play those <laughs> games on. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, and you'll need to. Maybe they might come in a year's time. But buy I think, these games first. Like that. That would. That doesn't. I work. think it makes the it, it, something like a, a Cyberpunk, a Death Stranding, all those kind of things make sense as the the last hurrah of the PS4. Mm. And then you sort of you'll still have the majority of 2020 ahead of you before you do the PS5. Assumedly. Oh no, sorry, no. Assuming that the PS5 drops at the mm. end of this year after those games have launched, so it gets to have its final hurrah and then all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How I don't know. Beautiful would it be if The Last of Us Two was the last game. Like that was like it was, yeah, and and it basically comes out, and it maybe even pays reference or homage to that, and be like, (laughs) like The Last of Us will continue. It is the last on the PS5. That's how they announce it. (laughs) The Last of Us is entirely one giant advert for the PS5. Imagine. See, okay, so in. It, it kind of works both ways because as I started passing that out on my head like it either makes sense that all these massive games drop across the rest of this year which segues into the PS5 and the PS5's opening sentiment is hey by the way all these things that you just bought are just easily up the same way the mm-hmm. games just automatically mm-hmm. up yeah. on PS on the PS4 Pro or we get th- this year's more staggered and we get some big game at the end of the year like The Last of Us or whatever it is and that's the thing that goes into next year and that supports your marketing PR cycle type mm-hmm. stuff because mm-hmm. they don't even need to worry about remotely cannibalizing the fact that they've got the PS4 Pro or the new games or whatever and 2020 is the year of the PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet or whatever it's called yeah. and then they still get to say and all the games you bought last year are automatically up-resed and everyone goes ah, yeah we don't have to buy the last of us two remastered no. yeah. <laughs> and the price will be seven hundred dollars you'll get two jobs goes, to pay for it psych free rain from the sky causing head concussions as they fall <laughs> they're not parachuting they're just dropping down people scream and run from the Building. And you get a PS5. And, and you get a PS5. Becomes known as the biggest massacre in the game. Is that why they're not going? So they can right. just drop in through the ceiling. Yeah, with the yeah. PS5. They're just slowly putting them up there for next year. <laughs> Check under your chairs for the <sighs> antidote. But this this yeah. this only sort of stands on whether or not these games are kind of going to come out this year. And by educated mm. guesses, a lot of them are like. Like, like I said, more or less locked in. A lot mm. of them, even Ghost of Tsushima, seems like it could be a way off, but um, mm. that, they've been working on that game for a long time. Infamous um, Second Son was just after the PS4 shipped. I think it came out in, like, March or something of 2014, so it's been almost five years since that game yeah. came out. So you would think Ghost of Tsushima was soon to come out. So yeah. I would yeah. think all these games could theoretically either be out by the end of 2019 or maybe one or two may slip in mm. sort of bridge the gap between PS4 and yeah, PS5. Well, you know, well, you know what, Josh? I'm sold. 
Are you? I, I'm, I'm going to move over. I'm going to switch allegiances. I've gone from being a naysayer to a yay-sayer. I Yay, will, I say. I, in my head, it makes more sense to spend the rest of this year doing the PS4's final hurrah and then next 2020 being the year of the PS5. Because come on then. Well, because of the things I said before, yes. you, you don't have that weird cannibalizing of your marketing and your PR and stuff, and all that. Like, if if, if they had a whole, if they remotely teased the PS5, I guess they could wait until the PlayStation mm-hmm. experience. But if they're like, hey, we've got the PS5 ready on the docket, and like, and they go, hey, well, it's coming out in a few months. No one is gonna that just kills PS4 sales for the rest of this year. You don't get the holiday sales. You don't get anything like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the Black Friday deals from Black Friday sales from last year were demonstrably higher than they were ever before. So why would they not ride that out for one final year? Wow. And they've already missed E3, so it's yeah. like... Well, all, yeah. all I'm saying is that I spent a lot of time over the Christmas break watching lots of Black Mirror, so I know where the inevitability of, even real. of our social media <laughs> and our technology obsession will lead us. We're all just going to die and live unhappy lives anyway. So I say bring on the PS5 because it marches us slowly forward closer to that singular unity of humanity. That Have we you tried make. chopping the dad to get the true I ending? killed the Colin. Good, of okay, course, you, yeah. you definitely need to chop the dart mm. for the full ending, so well, I'm yes. letting you know. Within the space of two minutes, E3 Massacre, also, chopping up Yeah, there's a bit of a can, theme. Can we get the uh, the name of the guy who was the game reviewer from Bandersnatch? Because I, I feel like he would be perfect on our, on our little group. <laughs> Imagine us, and then just to, but he has to wear the suit and the moppy, and the moppy yep. 80s hair. I give it five out of five. Um, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Um, do you have any other remaining pieces of evidence? I have one question to ask you guys. Do it. Because I'm not going to lie, the, the thing that is making me think it's going to be 2019, because, yes. you know, it could, it could definitely be... A nice little round up here would be very nice, yes. more likely. Mm. But the thing that I keep gripping gripping towards? Gripping on. Gripping, gripping, gripping. Gripping. And I then be back on. three days. Words still hurt. <laughs> uh, is the Call of Duty 2019 yeah. thing. Yes. Because that, we, we like I said before, we reported this last year. The Infinity Ward um, position was for a next-gen game. And mm. this week, there's a similar... Um, job listing has come up for a next-gen Infinity Ward game. Mm-hmm. That would seem to indicate to me that it is going to be this year's game, but yep. it could potentially be, I don't know, maybe they are already thinking ahead to their next Call of Duty, not this year's, their yep. next real next-gen one. Yep. That it could uh, is possible. But the fact that it popped up last year as well as this year indicates to me that they would still be working on 2019s, which begs the question... They can't cannibalize next year's Call of Duty if they want to port it over. Then, say, if you think the PS5 is going to come out next fall. Mm. You can't cannibalize next year's Call of Duty. But you could release a PS4 Call of Duty in November and then then re-release or release again a PS5 version in March or something. I bonus hats. But. But. (laughs) But would Sony release a new console in, like, spring? Well, no. See, the the thing with that is because if you if you look at the list of games that are upraised by the PS4 Pro, it's not just Black Ops Three and obviously Four in this case, but you, it goes back to Advanced Warfare and I think Ghosts had a frame rate patch as well. Yeah. So it's not like they're they're totally fine with retrospective upgrades or whatever. So say they do just release a standard Call of Duty this year, yeah. And of course the job listing is going to mention like, hey, we're working on next gen stuff too because it needs to have that that stuff in place to eventually be upraised or they can get ahead of it or whatever. And you buy a PS5 in 2020, you put in your last year's Call of Duty because you I don't know you just do yeah, and then it just it, it unlocks a frame rate, it unlocks X Y Z that they were they were knew ahead of time was going to be there. That, 
I, I, I do agree with that, but the position specifically says it's to realize the uh, full potential of next-gen experiences. So that, to me, is more than just a sort of up of, like, an older game with better textures and better microphones. Do not touch the microphone! <laughs> no, but, oh, okay. We know that it has a dodgy cable. Do not... But it's, it's pointing not, the wrong way. It's all right, not it to worry. It's so close to the end, Scott. I know, we're so close to the end, even though I've not please, been timing this Please one. reinstate your final point, because I've missed it from this yeah. dramatic... <laughs> <shot> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> word. The job listing said... That it was to unlock the, uh, the true potential, the true potential of next gen experiences. To me, that indicates more than just sort of an upraise, an upgraded version more than a of zhuzh. a game you already own. It's more <laughs> than having, a you, having been in plus having, having been covering this industry for as long as we all have, yeah. that is the most video game marketing speak for an, a, an upgraded frame rate. Yeah, because then it's like we're unlocking the true potential of next gen. Had it been market, had it been marketing speak, I don't know. I know jobs listings are kind of marketing away, but had it been sort of their official line I think I'd be more on board but because mm. it's sort of looking for talent to do yeah. this thing yeah. you, there is a level of expectation there maybe maybe but maybe I well you know what I guess I said before I'm on Josh's side you're, you're going to support I want to live in optimism I want to hope that there will be a glorious new age of technology ushered in by the end of 2019 as someone who just bought a PS4 Pro and a 4K TV, because Josh Brown told me to, and I'm I regret it eminently every single day, I do not want a PS5 right now because I'm still enjoying or pretending to enjoy my PS4 Pro. So I would like it if they spaced it out a bit more so I can yeah. at least get another year out of my Pro. But at the same time, I mean, I would rather they at least get ahead of the, the rumors and stuff and sort of maybe tease something at PlayStation Experience, let people know what's yeah, coming okay, next yeah. year. This is my final prediction. Go on. Right, it, may, it, it may PS6, not come out in 2019. It might not come out in... Early Don't walk it back. Don't do the but Josh Walker. It's already been announced this year. Okay. Oh, it's is, that, is that your final game? It's 110% yeah, right. being announced. <laughs> I mean, this, that, yeah. that is this a, is the that, hell I'm dying. That's, on. A, that's a very good thing. Do you want to put, put money on out. that? I'll put a pasty on it. That's we good. Pasty bet. Is it a vegan we, pasty? We'll have a vegan Sweet. sausage roll yeah, bet. That's a vegan sausage roll bet. At a court, gentlemen. Okay, so our final words are Josh believes that it will be at least announced this year, releasing. Who knows? But at least announce well, this year. Yeah. That's your final thing. Yeah. And you are completely going into it that it'll I'm be gonna, released I'm gonna this year. I'm jumping the Josh bandwagon. Okay. You're going to say is, released is, this year? Uh, or at least announced you know what? this year? It doesn't matter if I'm wrong. What is the internet <laughs> going to do? Tell me more mean things. They I might mean, do. They, that's what they do. Yeah, but no, no, okay. You, you say announced. I'll say released. I'll go for the big boy. Good shout. I will say that it'll be mentioned at the PlayStation Experience. Teased, you might say. Um, but I think we're, we're not getting a release until 2020. Fair mainly right. because PS5 sounds good. 2020 sounds good. And that makes more sense mm. on, a, on an advert. Oh, it does sound good, isn't it? Yeah, Probably thank you very much. In right. the future. I reckon yeah. they're going to do something screwy. Like they'll, they'll announce and launch it on you know New Year's Eve 2019 <laughs> and it's Halloween like, yeah, it's like ah oh, damn it's just become the be Nintendo PS5 mini PS5 classic oh, it's going to be gosh. a tiny thing that plugs in via USB and you get to play 20 games I reckon it won't be any any console that we've ever seen before I reckon it will look like um, Alexa a fragrance. and yeah. it will have a camera in the top that will allow you to do VR without any controls and to control it normally you've got a an old school PS1 controller, no DualShock. At least buy me dinner sure. first. Dual <laughs> buy me dinner first. <laughs> on that delicious note, we will end the What Culture Gaming podcast. But let us know what you think down in the comments if you're watching the video or find us on social media. I've been your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Josh Brown. Hello and goodbye. Joined by Jules Gill. Bye, guys. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.